0: I'm Rabbi Ami Hirsch of the Stephen Wise Free Synagogue in New York, and you're listening to In These Times. Israel is at war. Early in the morning on Shabbat Tzimchat Torah, October 7th, Hamas terrorists from Gaza infiltrated into Israel and carried out the most savage slaughter imaginable of Israeli civilians, children, babies. Soldiers. Police. There will come a time for investigating what went wrong. And it is already clear that there have been colossal failures on many levels. But that time is not now. Now we unite. Now we support our Israeli kin. Now we mobilize. Now we act to ensure victory. The stakes are very high. As I record this, Israeli troops are massing at the Gaza border. At any moment, they may enter the Strip. If this war ends short of a Hamas defeat, it will invite more war, more terror, and more bloodshed for years to come. It is a depressing fact of history and human nature that peace is purchased through strength and deterrence, especially in the Middle East, where the weak are preyed upon and devoured. This has been a sad, devastating week for the Jewish people and all decent people who value life. We lost more Jews in one day than at any other time since the Holocaust. On no day from the end of World War II have more Jews been murdered because they were Jews. Jewish history will remember this week forever. What was will no longer be. Last week was a week of funerals, hundreds of heart-wrenching funerals of beautiful people, farmers, teachers, entrepreneurs, mothers, fathers, grandparents, children, babies, Dozens of IDF soldiers, police, and other security personnel who laid down their lives in defense of their fellow citizens. And we know there will be many more funerals in weeks to come. We saw in vivid reality what a pogrom looks like. Mass mayhem and murder. Make no mistake, Israeli civilians were massacred because they were Jews. Anti-Israel protesters make no attempt to hide it. Gas the Jews, they shriek. To all of our non-Jewish friends who may be listening, do you know what it does to a Jew to see once again, 80 years later, Jews massacred in their homes, Jews taken hostage, Jews dragged out onto the streets, beaten and raped, mutilated corpses paraded in public while delirious crowds holler their crazed approval? They massacred whole families. They slaughtered babies. They raped young women as the bodies of their dead friends lay all around them. They took men, women, children, mothers, and infants hostage into the bowels of Gaza. Among them was an elderly grandmother, a Holocaust survivor. And then they asked, why there is no peace? If these savages had had the ability, they would have continued slaughtering Jews, rampaging through every Israeli village, town, and city they could enter. The only reason that the death toll was not significantly higher in the tens of thousands is that the terrorists were thwarted by the most heroic acts of Israeli gallantry and courage. Many civilians and security personnel were laid to eternal rest this past week, whose heroic stories will be told for decades to come. Unbelievable, unimaginable acts of bravery, self-sacrifice, mutual responsibility, and love. Israelis now realize, and we should too, that this is a war of no choice, a war of survival. No one will be able to live in Israel if these savages are not eliminated. Keep a clear moral compass. What Hamas is doing is not freedom fighting. It is not resistance. It is war crimes and crimes against humanity. It is rank, anti-Semitic, evil, wicked, villainous, abominable, heinous barbarism. And anyone in the Middle East, the United States and the West, in the halls of Congress, in the media, or in schools or university campuses, anyone who defends, whitewashes, apologizes for, or justifies this repugnant degeneracy is themselves morally compromised and morally complicit. That many of our most cherished and senior educators do not see the insidious evil behind Hamas. That the people we have entrusted to instill in the next generation of Americans' moral and civic values tolerate anti-Jewish messages they would never tolerate against any other minority, is devastating to me. These are among the most elite of educational institutions, the pride and joy of American intellectual culture, and the training grounds for our future leaders. I also know that there are some misguided Jews, not that many, but some, who join and even help organize these rallies. Had they found themselves in southern Israel on October 7th, they would not have been spared. No one would have asked them their views. They would have been slaughtered along with their fellow Jews. This is a crisis that concerns every one of us. It affects our children. It affects our future. It threatens every Jew worldwide and every decent person. The question for us is do we want to stand up or cower? Do we want to participate or slink away? What can we do? That's the question that American Jews and so many other good people who are not Jews have been asking all week. What can we do? First and foremost, we can show up. People, especially Jews, have always gathered to find comfort and consolation in and through each other. There have been many moments in the past painful days that my spirits have been lifted just by being with other people. Even on last Friday's Day of Rage, when Hamas called on its supporters around the globe to terrify Jews, When parents were afraid to send their children to school, even then, our community showed up in droves. And that fills me with hope and with pride. We must not cower or quail or cringe. Each of us must do our part in this, the defining moral struggle of our times. Write to and meet your local representatives in Congress, House members and senators. Tell them how strongly you feel about the urgency to stand with Israel. Practically all of us are alumni of universities, or have children in universities, high schools, and middle schools, or we support a whole range of charitable institutions. So many of us occupy senior positions in law firms, the media, and not-for-profit and for-profit organizations. Hold everyone accountable. Insist on moral clarity. Flood the leaders of these institutions with your righteous indignation. Support those who are doing the right things and saying the right things. They are often under enormous pressure. If the leaders of our academic institutions do not respond to your satisfaction, withhold your contributions and redirect them to other more morally clear and courageously upright institutions. Don't do it alone. Organize. Join with others, Jewish and non-Jewish, who are equally appalled. March. Protest. March. Write organize, march, and march. So much more than Israel is at stake. It is our entire Western value system. It is the very principles that make the United States the indispensable nation, the last best hope of Earth. Evil is rooted in human nature, but all is not lost. We know that goodness is also part of us. Along with the darkness, irrationality, ugliness, and violence embedded in the human soul, The human creature is also noble in reason, infinite in faculty, in form and moving, how express and admirable, in action, how like an angel, in apprehension, how like a god, the beauty of the world, the paragon of animals. Evil is never our destiny. We have a choice. Our choices make evil possible. But remember, it is also our choices that make love and goodness possible a vision of glory and redemption. These two are innate in us. Choose life so that you and your offspring may live. There will be bitter days ahead, filled with heartache and pain for our people and sadly for Palestinians too. And there are many in the Palestinian community who want nothing to do with terror, who abhor Hamas. But Israel was founded to empower Jews with self-determination. After 2000 years, A persecuted, abandoned, decimated people finally rose up and said, Enough! The days of murdering and massacring Jews with impunity are over. We will protect ourselves. We will defend our people. We will be masters of our own fate. Rest assured, they will not break us. There is no force in the world more powerful than the united spirit of the Jewish people in urgent times. It broke the will of Pharaoh of history's tyrants who could not fathom how we were still around, and it will eventually break the will of Israel's contemporary enemies. Until that day, there is no alternative but to fight back. I wish with all my heart it was not so. Israel will prevail. The Jewish people lives. Am Yisrael Chai.